Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Palmer. For some, the Christian life has been reduced to a one-day-a-week church service experience, and yet God, in His Word, teaches us that we are to walk with Him daily. Today, we look to God's Word to discover simple Bible principles that will help us as we live the daily Christian life. Some time ago, I was walking through a hotel lobby and picked up a copy of a national newspaper. I took it to my room and began to leaf through it, just breezing the headlines. They're depressing at times, you know. And I turned a page and I saw an amazing statement, a, a headline. It simply said, The Book That Saves the World. Well, that intrigued me because you and I both know the world needs saving. And now someone's saying there's a book, a book that saves the world. And I thought certainly this will be about the Scriptures, but it wasn't. No, it was a book being advertised by a scientist, a very well-educated man, they say, who now has discovered the, the biological reasoning behind all of the trouble and tragedy that mankind deals with. I could tell him that reasoning long before his studies. We're sinners and we live in a sin-cursed world. And they were writing lots of recommendations about this famous book. And someone said, this finally is the book we've been waiting on. This is the book that saves the world. I hate to tell them this, but that book was written 2,000 years ago. As a matter of fact, I'm holding that book in my hand right now. now. The only book that saves the world, friends, is God's book. It's the eternal Word of God forever settled in heaven. Now we began on our last study to talk about a revival of Bible reading. We read in the book of Habakkuk how those who read the Scripture then want to run. They want to respond when God speaks to them. You see, you can't stay neutral when God speaks. And so I want to continue the same thought, but I want to bring you to the New Testament. As a matter of fact, I want to bring you to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, He's the living Word. So you have the living Word talking about the written Word. Interesting how God wants to express His mind and His character in this way. In Matthew chapter 19, Jesus is ministering. The Pharisees come and poke their head up. They always poke their head up. In Matthew 19 verse 3 we read, The Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? And he answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore, they are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. And now, this particular passage is dealing with the subject of divorce, the context of marriage. Here are some of the beginning principles of marriage, as a matter of fact. But that's not my purpose today. That's not our study. And no, I want to draw your attention to four little words that Jesus spoke. Now, these were the words that came out of his mouth the moment they asked their question. He answered their question with a question. Here's what he said. Have ye not read? Don't miss those words. Have ye not read? Now what's the significance of that? Well, he's speaking to people that were the most read, most learned, 
literate people in the world. As a matter of fact, they were doctors of the law. They were people that had spent their whole life studying the Old Testament scriptures. Basically, what the Lord Jesus does is He pokes them in the eye. Now, there's a, a divine humor, I think, in all of this. He says to them, have you never read the Old Testament? As a matter of fact, He does even more than that. He says, have you never read Genesis? Because the preceding verses here and the context, He's quoting from the book of Genesis, from the book of beginnings. It's almost laughable that He would say to these Pharisees and scribes, so you've never read the first pages of Moses' law. And he continues to quote to them. Here's the principle that I find. Jesus implied that if they simply had read the Scriptures, they would have found the answer to their questions. That's fascinating. He does the same thing two chapters later in Matthew chapter number 21. He's riding into the city of Jerusalem. It's his triumphal entry. You remember? And the children come out and they're singing Hosanna to the son of David. And the Pharisees and the chief priests and scribes once again are not excited about it at all. As a matter of fact, in verse 15 it says, And when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple and saying Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased, and said unto him, Hearest thou what these say? And Jesus saith unto them, Yea, have ye never read, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? Again, he quotes to them the Old Testament Scripture. Again, he asks these powerful words, Have ye never read? May I just say to you, we're living in an age of questions. As a matter of fact, there's more uncertainty, there's more confusion in our world today than there's ever been. As a matter of fact, the devil is a master at bringing questions. You'll remember that the first question mark in Scripture was not given by God. It was given by the tempter through that snake. And do you remember what he said to Eve? Yea, hath God said. And he questioned the character and the integrity and the goodness of God. You see, God doesn't bring question marks. God brings periods and exclamation points. The devil brings uncertainty and confusion and chaos. But our God's not the author of confusion. He wants you to know for sure. He wants you to have assurance. He wants you to have confidence in Him. And so, he wrote a book. I want to suggest to you today that the answer to your questions can be found in the Word of God. A great Christian of a generation gone by was on his deathbed. A man who was famous for his preaching and teaching of Scripture. Who was famous for even his prayer life. And they asked him, if you had it all to live over again, what would you do differently? His answer was very simple. He said, I would read the Bible more. And they said, read the Bible more? He said, yes, because so many of the things I spent my time asking God for and asking God to show me, I think could have been answered if I just spent more time reading the Word of God. You see, this may sound very elementary, but it, in fact, it's for every stage of your Christian experience. We need a revival of Bible reading. Do you remember the hunger and thirst with which you approached the Word of God early on in your Christian life? Let's pray God will give us that again. Let's get back into the Word of God and look at it through fresh eyes of faith, believing God is going to speak to us. What you'll find is the Word of God not only will bring answers to your questions, but it will provide you answers to give to others. You see, in the end, every question in life can be answered with a question. And that question is this, what does God have to say about it? If we'll simply return to the Word of God, we can find God's truth in a world of deception and lies. In a world of questions, we can find answers if we simply have a revival of Bible reading.
Friend, do you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior? If not, you can begin a relationship journey with God today. Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to make a way for you to know Him. If you'd like to know more about this relationship with God, then please go to our website, scottpauley.org, and click on the Gospel link. You'll also find additional resources on the website that will encourage you and help you as you follow the Lord. We have just recently completed a study through the book of Philippians, and now we're happy to make available to you an audiobook of the book of Philippians. It's a great way to meditate on God's Word while you do your daily tasks. We look forward to our next Bible study series entitled, A Journey Through Scripture. In this study, we will survey one Bible book per day. Not only will we learn the message and purpose of each book of the Bible, we'll also find Jesus in every Old Testament and New Testament book. You may follow us on all of our social media sites. The blogs and posts will give you inspiration and motivation to walk with God throughout your week. If you've made a decision today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at connect at scottpauley.org or write to us at 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, Beckley, West Virginia, 25801. Join us next time as we study the daily Christian life. Until then, may God help you to enjoy the journey.